Welcome to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary, where we talk about the fearsome, the fiendish, and the fantastical. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Sweeney's Mystery Meats, a little bit of family in every bite. I'm Jerry McCrary, your host. We'll be talking with Georgette Fantome, writer of autobiographical novels about supernatural romance. Pauline Twiddle, her cat's possessed. And Fallon Angel, he's a soul lone shark. But first, we're going to hear some scary news. I'm Misty Scout. And I'm Art McScoopermeyer. And, and this, this is, is Scary news. news. For years, the One World Government has sponsored a secret chemtrail program in which chemical and biological agents have been sprayed from commercial aircraft under the guise of contrails. Now United Airlines and Sprite have teamed up to bring us the new Sprite Trails program, dispersing the sugary soda into the skies for a more refreshing atmosphere. The two companies will combine their slogans into, Obey Your Thirst, It's Time to Fly. Philadelphia locals are raising complaints about hypnotist Mesmo claiming his act is a fake. Our reporter Stig Gunderson is on the scene having just interviewed Mesmo. Stig, over to you. Thank you, Stig. Though nothing's been cleared up, we'll revisit this story later. I've been Art McScoopermeyer. And I've been Misty Scout. And, and this, this has, has been Scary News. And welcome back to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I am your host, Jerry McCrary. Just here on my uh, right, I have Pauline Twiddle. So, uh, something's going on with your cat. You believe it, uh, your cat is possessed. What, what leads you to believe that your cat is possessed? Well... I don't know if you have cats, but cats have very predictable behaviors. So when there's a sudden change, it's very noticeable. And I know cats very well. So, uh, I mean, are you on a first name basis with your cats? First and last name, yeah. Do, do you usually call them by their first name or their last name? Well... Most of my cats prefer a little bit of formality, so I usually call them by first and last name. For example, Frederick Douglas really doesn't like it if I call him Ferretti. Oh, okay. Uh, d- doesn't respond to Ferretti? No, much at all. he doesn't respond to Ferretti at all. What would your cats call you? Mostly they call me Per Meow Rub Rub. That's actually a very sophisticated name. For a cat owner, so so which what what makes you uh, what leads you to believe that your cat is uh, p- possessed? Well, I was watching Cleopatra the other day, and I noticed that there was smoke coming out of her ears. Smoke coming out of her ears. Yeah. That sounds very dangerous for a cat. It's it's not typical. But you know the funny thing about smoke is that smokiness can be a good thing. Uh, particularly when you're talking about romance. <laughs> you want a little bit of that steaminess. Indeed. And over here on my left, we have uh, Georgette Fantome. Hello. And uh, so you, you write uh, uh, autobiographical novels, mm-hmm. um, but they're not of a usual sort. They're a little bit more fantastical. 
Definitely. Yeah. I live a very fun and interesting life, and I just adore writing about it. So when did this? Uh, when when did your first supernatural romantic experience happen? Um, happened when I was very young. Um, I was actually visited by a poltergeist when I first hit puberty at 14. A little early for some girls, but uh, I had a fantastic time. He's very sweet. He's moved on, and uh, here I am. So do you keep in touch with the poltergeist? Uh, he'll show up every once in a while if he's a little lonely, but um, it's been it's been about a year. Do you still have photos of your first poltergeist? Oh, no. No, no, no. We don't do the whole photos thing. The writing's as, as good as it gets. I see. I see. Oh, well. Uh, but speaking of writing, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes people need to write off their loans uh, mm -hmm. uh, because... Uh, uh, but those loans help them out with things. Uh, but 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 certain loans are good to keep uh, and make uh, and receive. And uh, we have over here a gentleman by the name of Fallon Angel. No relation to Jimmy Fallon. Uh, oh, okay. What about Chris Angel? And that loser, no. <laughs> so uh, now you are a loan shark. Yes. Um, do you actually advertise advertise yourself as a loan shark? Well, usually uh, people call out to me. Or to the business, I should say. They're like, oh, God, help me. And we know that God's not listening, so we step in and help out. I see. So do you just hear people say this on street corners? Or uh, on street corners, uh, on the Internet. The, do you use any type of surveillance equipment? or I mean, I mean, if somebody's uh -huh. not on the Internet or they're not outside in public. Street, street orphans. Street orphans? Okay, so street orphans are actually, are they, they your main clients? Oh, they actually get us the information. Oh, I see. They, okay. they hear everything on the street. I see. I see. So so our, your clientele is primarily on the street? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, they don't live on the street. They're just on the street. At the time that they're the having time. whatever breakdown. It, it depends. Uh, there's a, It's the three Bs, too. You know, so a lot of times people start to feel really despaired when they're in the bathroom, when they're in bed, or when they're on the bus. So you actually have some of these street urchins uh, camped outside of bathrooms around... Uh, well, the drains go to the sewers, and they live in the sewers. So oh, I see, I see. Well, you know, when you have that um, desperate housewife who's crying into the sink, wishing that her husband was there more often. So how do you determine, based on the sound, through these 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 uh, sewer sewer pipes? Well, that's, uh, that's one of the orphan's trademark um, career secrets, occupational secrets. That's not my business. Oh, I see. So you you don't ask any questions of your no, of your street just, urchins. I, I pay them well. Okay, I see. I see. Uh, wow, that's actually that's that's uh, I never thought about that street. No, no, it's well, but the, now my understanding though is that you're not just a loan shark. You you have a special uh, well, you, type of deal. Well, a lot of people. Well, selling one's soul to the devil has a bad reputation, mm -hmm. and so Satan he like Satan wants people to stop thinking of him the way that he's sold. He's he's been branded very poorly. He would rather people think of him as their friend, as uh, Beelzebub. And so... Beelzebub-y. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And okay. so he he came up with this idea of instead of people losing their souls for all eternity, <laughs> because that's a long mm -hmm. time, really, is you're basically giving up your soul for a short amount of time, but then you get what you bargained for. So for one day, you might be able to get a loan of about $50. Wow! For so one day, wow! Wow, that actually seems fairly reasonable. It's very reasonable. That, well, Satan's a really nice guy. That's but th this is what I want to know though: is what what happens to your soul for that hour or for that day? Well, we well your soul has to sign um, NDC 
uh, non-disclosure contract. So okay. uh, you won't, you don't get to know that. Oh. That's what happens. I see. In hell stays in hell. So, so you don't let anybody know what. Uh, so you're not allowed to say. Yeah, did you sign this non-disclosure agreement as well? Oh heck no. So you could talk about it. Well, I could, but I want to keep my job. That's ah, uh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, well, so uh, so I know that uh, uh, um, let's see, Pauline, you yes, you have a possessed cat. Yes. And and another way of talking about a possessed cat is that a cat has uh, uh, its soul has been replaced. And I'm just curious: is it possible that your cat, um, you know, may have used a soul loan shark? Well, I don't know how cats and sharks get along. You know, I, I do think it's possible, but there are those who would tell you that cats don't actually have souls. And I'm not prepared to make a judgment either way on that. But, but what's your best guess? My best guess is that if cats have a soul, it's probably not something that's really worth a whole lot because they're kind of evil. Well, that's a that's a that's an interesting question, though, uh, 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 Mister Mister Angel. Yes. Uh, how much is a cat's soul worth? Uh, usually, depending on how long they've been alive, about ten dollars per life that they've already wasted. So, a fresh cat has nine lives. That's ninety dollars there for the soul for that cat. Oh, that's still. But you understand that's for the soul entirely, not loaned. Okay. But right out. So you can't you can't do a piecemeal uh, loan on a cat. You could, but you're going to get a very low return. Okay, okay, I see. So um, this just makes me wonder, uh, Georgette, uh, Miss Miss Phantom, mm-hmm. have you ever had sex with a cat? No, I can't say that I have. They're the... a little too normal for me. Oh, okay, okay. Well, what about a possessed cat? I would love to feature in one of your novels. I'm such a fan. The biggest thing is that they're a little small for me. I mean, they're very tiny creatures. If it were maybe perhaps a lion, I would consider it. But considering how tiny they are, how they can't speak our normal speech, it might be a little difficult to get that across and to get consent. So just to clarify, size matters when it comes to cats. Yes, it, it definitely does. Well, what is, uh, so, I mean, if it was a, uh, a ghost cat or, uh, well, what, what, what is it, have you ever had any, uh, uh, what, what's the closest thing to an animal that you've uh, had in a romance with? Ooh, uh, that is quite difficult. Let me just think that. Could be a supernatural creature. I, I, hmm. Well, the closest that you would consider animalistic was probably the orc. The orc, okay. Yeah. So, so tell me, tell, how did you meet this orc? Oh, he was very sweet. Um, he actually made dinner for one of my book launches. Uh, so it was a chef. It was a chef, uh, orc chef. Mm-hmm. What do what do uh, what do orc chefs actually uh, like to to cook up? Uh, he made a lot of different soups, a lot of nicely done raw vegetables that were sheared in fun and interesting ways, um, some blood pudding, which I thought was rather interesting and maybe mm-hmm. a little different from our traditional mm-hmm, mm-hmm. English and Scottish blood pudding. Mm. So uh, well, what was the kinkiest thing you did with this orc chef? Oh, goodness. Um... And which novel was this one in? This one, I actually did two. I did a cookbook with him, which was very, very sweet. 
And then there was another one that was earlier on. That was an orcish affair. An orcish affair. I love that one. He's such a sweetheart. He's now married. He has seven children. So hi, Danny. Hope you're doing well. So, so Pauline, what was your favorite part of an orcish affair? I think it was on page 141, and it was, well, it was about the sixth, the seventh time. But it was really romantic. Uh, the sixth or seventh time uh, cooking, cooking food, or yes, okay. cooking food together in the kitchen. You know what you do in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cook. Yeah. It Sometimes was, clean. It was, it was really cooking. It was cooking. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Mister 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 Angel. Yes. Have you ever had an affair with a supernatural creature? Hmm. Do you consider succubi supernatural? I, I that that is my understanding. Okay, succubi. Then that would be a yes. Oh, okay. Uh, did, did, would you wish to speak about that? It was a very nice dinner. It was a very nice dinner. We what? went to dinner. So, are all supernatural creatures? Do they all cook? <laughs> uh, most of them are are very good at uh, luring humans to their lairs, so they do cook. Um, some can be very aggressive, like succubi, so you might mm-hmm. not be eating dinner for very long. Others might be very, very gentle. Um, some liches, actually, even though their nature is very aggressive, are, are very quite sweet in personal one-on-one interaction. Well, that's a shame because uh, I've heard the old saying is that liches get stitches. No. It's true, though. If if you press a lich, they, they very quickly cower, and it's very, very cute <laughs> and sweet. So what what you're saying, though, is that uh, that supernatural creatures do not like to uh, eat raw humans. Some of them do. I haven't really run across them. I'm, I'm quite well known in the, in the supernatural circles, and we do have an understanding. Um, those that eat humans, you know, they tend to bait people, and you can notice the signs fairly early on. Hmm. So, do your uh, so Pauline, mm-hmm. uh, do your cats, uh, your possessed cat, does do you, ha- have the eating habits of your possessed cat changed at all? Well, yes. Um, all my cats eat grain-free cat food, but when Cleopatra ch- went through her change. She started to eat um, live rodents. Live rodents, okay. Now, that's not that uncommon for cats to do. No, it's not that uncommon for cats, but I don't know where she found them because I keep my house very, very rodent-free. Now, was it one of those capybara uh, rodents? Because those are pretty big. I mean, I would be disturbed if my cat were to kill a capybara. You know, I didn't know the name, but it was quite large, so it may have been. Do I have that name right? I believe it is Capybara. Those are those uh, uh, rather large rodents. About that... three feet long. Yes, yeah. yes. So, yes. Um... yes. So she brought one of those home and ate it live. It was... It was impressive. So where do you, uh, where do you live? I live in Cleveland. Now, I, I don't think capybaras are native to Cleveland, so your uh, uh, Cleocatra must have gone quite a ways to get that capybara. Yes, yes, that's right. So, uh, Mr. Angel. Yes. Uh, have, have you ever had someone who sold their soul to you to, to exercise a ghost from their, or a, or a spirit from their cat that was possessed, or an animal, a pet? 
Oh, in exchange yes. for that. Yes. Is that uh, something that's in the... Are you able to to sell your soul temporarily for an exorcism? That's been done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, for pets, I'm not familiar, but I wouldn't put it out. So we could we could talk if you wish to come to an agreement. You know, I appreciate that. I really do. But Cleopatra has such a such a a vivacious personality now, and she was a little bit passive. So I think I'll just let her be. Well, if you would like to have your other pets possessed by ghosts, that can also be worked out. Or Let's demons. Talk. Let's do coffee. Okay. Well, do you do you like the changes in your cats? Do, I mean, would you like to have more cats that are possessed? Well, that would depend on who was possessing them. But you know, Cleopatra, she's still affectionate. You know, when she nibbles my arm, she only takes small chunks of flesh, and so well, sort of love love bites. Their, love mouth, yeah, their mouths yeah, aren't very bites. big. Mm. It'd be worse if they had a bigger mouth. Yeah, it was very interesting trying to see her eat that, what was it called, that capybara? Capa, I believe that, yes, capybara. Yeah, it was very interesting trying to see her eat that because her mouth is so small. So, uh, Ms. Ms. Phantom, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever been possessed in one of your romantic trysts? Um, I could call it possessed. Uh, a knight draped in sheets mm. um, was... A wonderful night where I'm not really sure exactly what happened, uh, but I was able to write about it after, so I believe that might have been part of the possession. Um, Very, very interesting little things here and there I do remember, and I have read the book a couple times, trying to piece it all So you don't, uh, so now when you say you're trying to piece it back together, does that mean the, the book is not written in a... Like in a kind of a non-linear fashion, or or what's the how? Why can't you piece it back together just by reading the book? It just some things seem like they're almost there. Like I could definitely do those things, and and other pieces of the book I definitely could not twist in those ways. Oh. So I'm not quite sure if that is real. I mean, you know, you meet somebody and they have their idea of you and your time together. So it's definitely not my view, and I think that's why it's one of my favorite books in my category, because I technically wrote some of it, uh, but not all of it. It's not from my perspective. So the uh, the writing style, this is this was a knight in the sheets, was that what it's called? Uh, yeah, a knight draped in sheets. A knight draped in sheets. Mm-hmm. So uh, ha- have you read that one, Pauline? I have, yes. Now, do you do you consider that one? To, I mean, does it is it noticeably written by someone else? You know, the authorial voice is very different. Hmm. Now, how would you describe the difference? Well, so Georgette, when she writes, she's got a very um, how do I call it? She's got a very lurid style. You know, it's it's very sensual. You can sort of you can feel what she's feeling when you're reading her words. But with the night draped in sheets, it's a little more... How can I say this? You have to use your imagination a little bit more. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking, Interesting. speaking of sheets, I would like to point out uh, we have a special going right now for this week only. Um, I'm sure you've heard of uh, satin sheets. We have Satan sheets, and they have an infinity count of thread count. Oh, wow. So, That's quite a, quite a count. It is. How comfortable are those? They, those sound quite alluring. Oh, you'll feel like you died and Ooh. went to the other place. I'll have to find 
find you a little late. I'm very easy to find you. Anyone out there that wishes, you can call me at 735-587-7685. Really easy to remember that. It's just sell your, that's you, are soul. Sell your soul. Oh, thank you. So have you ever sold, sold your soul to uh, to buy a book? Me? Yeah. Um, I my soul has never moved from its original. Oh, you've never location. actually. So you don't take advantage of the services that you sell. That I'm, pay, you I'm compensated very well. You're compensated well. Okay, so you've never felt the urge to. Well, I mean, have you? How long have you had this job? I've had this job for roughly 13 years. 13 years. How did you get into? How did you find this job? How did you get into it? Well, believe it or not, about 13 years ago, I was an Uber driver. 13 years ago, you were an Uber, driver. An Uber driver. That's pretty impressive. And Satan needed a ride. And and was and part he, of that that involved time travel because I don't it was uh, was Uber very active but thirteen years ago, it um, it was but it was a secret covert organization that only worked for the supernatural. Ah, I see, I see. Okay, so it was Uber secret. So were you uh, were you instrumental in uh, uh, the expansion of Uber and and becoming uh, a more uh, well known and successful I wish, business? I wish I could take credit for that. That was Satan. You know, you, you've heard of Lyft, right? Yes, that's the competition. That's that's that other guy with the beard. That's interesting. He, to lift you up, to lift, lift you, your spirits okay. up. And that's Uber, why it's lift. It's sort of like Uber, Uber is more is, like grin and Uber it. Uh, like it's German for over. And as yeah. we know, there was a time in Germany when things didn't go so well. Um. So, I'm just curious. There was a, a recently an accident where. Uh, uh, one of Uber's uh, self-driving cars uh, hit a pedestrian. Uh, did what, have, how, had that person sold their soul to you by any chance? How do you think self-driving cars drive themselves? Interesting. Is it from the it's souls? The, it's that have the been bought? souls. Wow. We instill one of the souls in the cars, and this was a, a rogue, <sighs> disgruntled soul. So this makes me wonder here, since there, there's uh, you're getting more and more drones out there those are souls those are souls so so all of these uh, this automation is is this this revolution in automation is coming from from borrowed souls uh some are borrowed and some are uh those that have been sold okay so that have been sold outright they, they are the ghost in the machine very interesting so that's that's fascinating it's fascinating so um are any of these uh i, I mean we talked about cat souls uh, uh, if the if a cat soul uh, is sold to you, uh, what kind of machinery would it be uh, put into? What I was going to say, have you seen the video footage of the four-legged robot? Uh, I'm not sure that I have. Can you describe it for me? Well, it's part of a DARPA program. Mm -hmm. uh, it is about the size of a uh, greyhound on steroids. They're, they're, they're very frightening looking. Uh, any animal-esque robot are... The aggressive ones are cats, and the ones like the rumbas are dogs. I was going to say, though, would you ride in a self-driving car driven by a cat? Uh, well, you know, I I might. I might. I, you know, there's. Uh, I like cats. Cats are uh, around me anyway. They're very affectionate. Um, and what happens when the kid throws his ball into the street? Well, this is all I know, is that the engine... It, it just, it purrs when a cat's driving it. A cat soul is driving it. So I will say this will make my next book a lot more interesting as I just met an owl. 
in an Uber ride. That turned out to be quite fantastic. This was, this, what was it again? A, it's an Algol. An Algol, can yeah, you describe it? For, for, they're a little higher set. Uh, they have kind of a temper. I like them. So they're, what, they, they're actually owls? No, no, Al, A-L. A-L. Oh. It's named Al, Albert. I you thought can call, you can call them Al. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I thought it was Al as an O-W, like a, a ghoul poked you and you went, Al, ghoul. That's oh, no, I'm sorry. They're like the Alberts, the Algernons, now, the I, Allens of the world. Some some members of our audience are comic book fans. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's right. The Batman's arch enemy was a Raj Al Ghoul. That's right. Now, raw, he was raw, raw. like sushi. Mm -hmm. So was there sushi involved in uh, this this ghoul? No, no sushi involved, uh, but quite a temper. <laughs> quite a temper. Mm -hmm. Well, that's spicy. That's spicy. It could have been some of that uh, horseradish. You that's sometimes, know. yeah. Um, well, that's, you know, folks, this has been a fascinating discussion so far. We're going to have to take a break here and uh, get a word from our sponsor. We'll be back shortly. Thank you very much. Do you like eating? Do you like people? This is Guy Chablis, host of the Orchestral Gardening for Rebel Astronauts podcast, here to tell you about Sweeney's Mystery Meats. Like some sort of gourmet barber, they trim the fat and shave a little off the top just to bring you the finest cuts. Then bake them up into a pie. Sweeney's Mystery Meats. Yum! And welcome back to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I am your host, Jerry McCrary. We have three guests today. Georgette Phantom, uh, Phantom, excuse me. Uh, she writes uh, supernatural romance novels that are autobiographical. We have Pauline Twiddle. Yeah. That's right. Her cat is possessed. And Fallon Angel. Pleased to be here. He's a loan shark that specializes in uh, loans uh, for... People souls. who give them souls. To Sorry. Me souls. Soul loan shark, yes. So, all right. Right. By the way, if you, uh, if you want, for a brief time with your soul, we can increase your addiction. Hmm, I, I'll if consider you, that because it gets if worse. If you know what I mean. It gets worse every... Well, so, size matters. Size matters. Okay, well, we, get, we got a little giveaway here. We got a giveaway here. We got three things uh, to choose from. Uh, one is uh, a copy of Georgette Phantom's uh, book, My Time with Three Wishes and a Gin. Excuse me, Jerry. The title yes. is actually Lamp Talk, My Time with Three Wishes and a Gin. It's a brand new book. It is life-changing. I almost became a married woman. So if you want all the juicy details, definitely I would suggest you try and win this book, especially since it is the first copy out. Juicy indeed. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of, well, not so juicy in this case, but uh, uh, Pauline Twiddle has offered up uh, the taxidermied remains of one of her cats, Furriet Tubman. Yes, Furriet Tubman passed away from feline leukemia last year, and I'm very sad to let her go, but I'm running out of space in my garage. You'll have to take very good care of her, though. So there you go. We've got, uh, yes, uh, so Furriet Tubman is on, on the board. And we also have uh, uh, Fallon Angel is going to be uh, offering an all-expense-paid tra trip to hell. That's right. That's correct. Uh, we are going to send you and a loved one to hell in a handbasket. And is it a nice handbasket? It is first-class handbasket all the way there and back. That's fantastic. So, in order to be eligible for one of these prizes, uh, we need you to call in and tell us a story 
Uh, one, you would tell us what would you pawn your soul for, or you could tell us your best supernatural romance story, or you could ask uh, ask for advice about your cats. And we'll take the best caller, which will be rated by, uh, uh, voted on uh, via text by the audience. Uh, you just need to text us at 555-VERY-SCARY, 555-VERY-SCARY. Um, all right, we've already got a phone call here, a phone call on line two. Hi, Jerry. Hi, what's your name? My name is Valentina. Valentina, welcome to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I'd like to tell you what I'd sell my soul for, or I'm sorry, pawn my soul for. Pawn your soul for, yes. I would like to pawn my soul for a taste of a human heart. Wow, and and what's the what's the going rate for that? For just a taste of a human heart, yeah, uh, that would that would be probably for about three hours of soul time. Three hours soul time. Wow. Okay. Well, and we we offer a discount if you get several people to go in, kind of like a Groupon. We call it a soul train. Then uh, you can get extra for that. I I do wonder if you would accept it. It's a little bit tarnished. Oh, that's trust me. The condition of the soul is un unimportant. Do you get a lot of people asking to eat, uh, to feast on, on human uh, organs? Um, surprisingly, a lot of people just do it without permission. Uh, they don't even get the, so they don't even do it with, uh, before selling their soul. Correct. Oh, they just do it. Do they, or, or pawning their soul. Do they, do they lose their soul, uh, if they do that though? Well, that, that would be a, my guess. Default. Yeah. Kind of a default setting. Okay. Okay. We, we assume that when you loan out your soul and eat the heart, why, by not having a soul, at the time of committing the crime, it uh, makes you exempt. Interesting, interesting. That was my theory, Jerry. Oh, very good. Well, Valentina, all right, we've got you there. We'll, we have some votes coming in for you already. So, But we do have another phone call coming in on line number uh, 14. Hey, dude! Hey! Hey! What's your name? I'm Bill. Hey, Bill. How's it, you know, hanging? <laughs> it's uh, so just very loose, man. So, very uh, loose right now. Man... I gotta tell you, I was making these pizza rolls, not the pepperoni kind or the cheese kind, but the combination kind. It's like pepperoni and sausage and cheese all mixed together, but it's in a little pocket, like a small little pocket. They're pizza rolls by um, Tony's or Tony's or something like that. Right. And is so, this, but, but is this advice for cats? I was, ca I was counting calories, and a serving is six six of them, and one serving is 210 calories, and I had two servings, which is 420 calories, dude. Ah, I see. I see. Okay. Oh, oh I'm so. sorry. I was I was calling because I want to loan out my soul for something. Oh, what, what, what would that? What would you want to loan it out for? I would loan my soul out for a Klondike bar. Uh, oh, that's uh, that's that's very good. I think they're what very tasty. What would you tasty. do for a Klondike bar, Jerry? They're very. I would uh, I would allow them to. Uh, um, advertise on my show Righteous uh, For free by calling By somebody who calls in So uh, we'll see if they send me some Alright we've got you on the board man We'll see if you get it. you're getting some votes right now Alright I got a call coming in on uh, line 24 Um I just need some cat advice Because my cat just like Randomly starts shaking And I'm super worried that like All her fur is gonna Like it's gonna fall off So like, what would you do for that? And, like, how do I stop that from happening? Because I'm really worried. That's a great question. What's your name, sweetheart? Jenny. Jenny, your kitty is going to die. <laughs> well, we, we, I only had her, like, 
we we can make a part of Jenny, 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 calm down, Jenny. Jenny, calm down. Jenny, calm Jenny, down. we need you to control Jenny. yourself here. Jenny, Jenny, I'm gonna I'm gonna make breathe, the sound of a slap. Breathe. <laughs> Jenny, calm we, down. We can we can solve this problem. Well, for a brief loan of your soul, for the amount of time that you let us keep your soul, your cat can stay alive. But it's like, my soul? Which is more important to you, your cat or your soul? I, I don't know. Well, M- Mr. Angel? Mr. You, you, can call me, you can call me back when you've decided. Mr. Angel? Yes. What, what is the ratio? I mean, how long, if she were to give like a, her, uh, uh, her, soul. her soul to you yes. for an hour, how mm. many cat hours would you gain or cat days would you gain from that? Would that would just I know that where you're heading for with this, but because of the exchange rate and we have to make a profit on this, it is a one to one ratio. Really? So it's one hour. So one, one hour, hour equals one, uh, one cat hour. Oh, okay. Because cat lives are, are obviously you know a cat year is is different than a cat a human well, year. Sure, but you know the candle that burns twice as bright burns twice as fast. Very okay. Very good. Very good. All right. So uh, oh, we're getting votes coming in left and right here. Uh, but we do have another caller coming in on line uh, uh, twenty three. Hey, Jerry. Uh, hey there. What's your name? My name's Samantha. Samantha, you have a, a very have, sexy, sultry voice. Well, thank you. I have a very sexy, sultry story to tell you. No, oh, really. I, I, we'd love to hear it. So uh, I like my men old, like really old, like greatly old like great old ones and i was uh i was using this internet dating service and uh i got hooked up with this most amazing guy he, he went by the name of thulu and let me tell you the oral sex was amazing he he went down on me and it drove me insane that's amazing that's great and you're uh, do, do you still uh, feel insane right now. I do. He had such a great face. That's. <sighs> so, do you have any? Do you have any uh, uh, thoughts on this? Uh, um, uh, either Georgette or Pauline, perhaps. Well, you know, I've I've never dealt with the elder beings, so congrats. That sounds incredible. Thank you. I love your books, Georgine. Oh, thank you so much. They it's are. Georgette. They um, are so lovingly crafted. Oh, you're so sweet. You know, I'll have to get your information because we're actually going to be debuting a new show called My Supernatural Romance. It's going to appear on PBS because it will be a documentary. Uh, So I'd love to get your information. Feel free to drop it by my agent. You know my website. Absolutely. And we'll get you on the show. I have to tell you, once you dated a great old one, those great old ones from the sea keep you wet. Hmm. How sweet. (laughs) All right, yeah, the votes are coming in. The votes are coming in. Uh, uh, this is uh, line five. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, it's Billy Bob Joe. Billy Bob Joe, are you related to, did you call earlier? I think I called another show. Oh, okay, okay. I live I live down in Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. Yes, sir. Oh, very good. Well, I, what can we do for you? I have a, a romantic situation. Oh, what's that? I fucked a goat. All right, so I we're also, done with the call-in section. I uh, also fucked a sheep, and that wasn't half bad. Oh, thank, thank, thank you, Billy. We're going to take a break here to hear from our sponsor. Um, and uh, when we come back, we will have the votes tallied, and the caller who wins will choose their prize. And then we'll have last words from our, uh, our guests. Uh, this is Jerry McCrary saying we'll be right back. Mommy, 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 mommy,
food. Are you ready for food? Food now. Wait, wait, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Honey, you know I don't cook, but 30 more seconds in the microwave and it'll be done. What is it? 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 We're having meat pies. Yay! Tastes just like grandma used to make. I thought we were having Aunt Sarah for dinner. She couldn't make it. Sweeney's Mystery Meats. A little bit of family in every bite. All right, welcome back uh, to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I am your host, Jerry McCrary. Um, We have tabulated the votes and... um, Well, I'm afraid to say that uh, Billy Bob, uh, the last caller, did win. Apparently... Our audience likes goat fucking. Uh, so, Billy Bob. Yes, congratulations. This is awesome. Yes, uh, it's it's amazing. Isn't I gotta it? ask George Gina a question. Uh, Jor, uh, Jor, uh, Georgette. Yeah. I think that's who he's. Hey, can to. I get that hardback on tape? No, it's Damn. a new book, dear. It's not going to be on CD there, or audiobook for a little while. Are there pictures? No. Are there is there room in it for me to draw my own pictures? No. Well, that's a stupid book. It's a normal book, dear. I gotta say, I am so excited about the the stuffed cat. Really? Is that what your choice, your I'm, prize that you're gonna oh, choose? Oh, I don't get all three. I, you know, you get to choose one of the three. Ah, damn. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, was it Furriet? Furriet Tubman. Furriet yes. Tubman. Yes. Rub yes. it up, dub my picker in a tub. Uh, Pauline. Yes, you have to take very good care of her. Treat her like one of your family. Oh, I'll treat her like my second wife. How did you treat your second wife? Well, this is my second wife, Furry Tubman. I'm going to marry her. Now, I'm that... curious, uh, do, do these come pre-lubed? Okay, I think uh, uh, we understand what you're playing. You're, you're, I, I'm, I'm gathering that uh, the fate of Furriot Tudman is going to be very similar to the goat uh, that was discussed earlier. I don't think we need to go into this any longer. So uh, what, let's, uh, okay, Billy Bob, enjoy your taxidermied cat. Thank um, you, Gary. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off. Okay, uh, do we have any last words from our guests? Uh, uh, Georgette, do you have any last words? Anything any, anything more you want to sell? I would really just like to say that there is a fine boundary between the supernatural and the completely unnatural. And Billy Bob falls into the realm of the unnatural. Oh, that, yeah, and, and that, that seems pretty clear. Uh, uh, Pauline, do you have any uh, last words for your uh, for Furry at Tubman? Yes, um, and, and these words are really for everybody. Cats are friends, not for fornication. Friendication is probably what's going to be happening there. Uh, so, uh, Fallon Angel, uh, last yes. words. Well, first of all, I'd like to congratulate Bobby Joe. And uh, just so you know, that's going to be one week worth of your soul, Mr. Joe. All right. And uh, if you're looking to loan your soul out, you can call me at 735-587-7685. And again, that's sell your soul. That's you are soul, not Y-O-U-R. So you mean he's losing his soul even though he did not pawn his soul for you? Is that sure he didn't he didn't pawn to win? Yes, oh, let's go. Let's, oh, let's go with that. Oh, interesting. Okay. So okay, folks, uh this has been another uh uh 
unnatural, as you said, show, uh, boundary burner. Uh, and I apologize once again. Uh, and also, I'm just really upset with all you goat fuckers out there. Um, really? You... Well, you know, I've heard that that can be used as a slang for greatest of all time. Oh, that's a good point. We will ponder that, uh, and we'll see you again uh, next time. Uh, This is Jerry McCrary telling you to stay wary, because the world is very scary. You have been listening to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary, starring Jerry McCrary with guests Pauline Twiddle, Georgette Fantone, and Fallon Angel, news anchors Misty Scout and Art McScoopermeyer. Produced by David Coyle, Mariah Summer, Eric Farwell, Troy Floor, Chelsea Kramer, and Anna Yale French. Be wary, because the world is very scary.